The Skelly Oil Company presents Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight, brought to you three times each week by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Eden. But first, I know you're all waiting to hear about the big surprise gift I started to tell you about Monday. That swell new gift for every member of Captain Midnight's 1940 Flight Patrol. And say, you'd never guess what it is. It's something you couldn't get anyplace else in the world. It's really three presents all in one. Because listen, it's a picture of three of your very best friends. Captain Midnight and Chuck Ramsey and Patsy Donovan. Yes, sir. A swell big picture of all three of them all standing together there in front of Captain Midnight's big monoplane. And what's more, this picture is autographed to you. Captain Midnight and Chuck and Patsy have all signed their full names under their pictures with a special greeting to every member of the 1940 Flight Patrol. Say, wouldn't I even Shark give a lot to get his hands on this picture with all our friends' names signed in their own handwriting? But believe me, Shark couldn't get this picture for any price. No, sir. They aren't for sale. They're for flight patrol members only. But now listen. Here's how to get your swell new picture of Captain Midnight and Chuck and Patsy absolutely free. You just stop in at your Skelly service station the next time you're out in the family car. Show your Skelly man your flight patrol membership card, and he'll give you your free picture right then and there. That's all there is to it. You don't need any seals or labels or box tops or anything like that. All you do is show your Flight Patrol membership card to your friendly Skelly man. He'll give you your free picture and a good big smile thrown in besides. And say, boy, won't you be proud to have your very own autographed picture of all three of your famous friends. A big, clear picture to put up in your own room or on the wall over the radio or in your secret hiding place where you keep all your other valuable treasures. Well, I know this much. You'll surely treasure this grand new picture of Captain Midnight and Chuck and Patsy. And think of it. It isn't going to cost you a single penny. Not even for a stamp. Say, whatever you do, don't forget to ask Mother or Dad to stop by your Skelly service station with you the very next time you're out in the car so you can get your own free picture right away. And now to Captain Midnight. The voice heard indistinctly over the radio asking for help is believed to be that of Major Steele or Bud Conley. In an effort to find them, Captain Midnight, Chuck Ramsey, Ma and Patsy Donovan have taken off in the blue-winged plane formerly flown by Ivan Shark's chief pilot, Gardo. After flying for three hours without any success, Patsy calls out suddenly that she sees something below, and then Chuck exclaims that it looks like an airplane wing. Listen as Patsy says... Gosh, Captain Midnight, it's an airplane wing, all right, but it's all torn to pieces. There's no question about it. It's a broken wing of a plane. But whether it's from the Spartan or not, I can't tell. Sure, and I think I see some numbers on it. What? What's that, Mrs. Donovan? Where do you see numbers? On that thing hanging in the tree. I see what she means. It's a different piece. Not what we were looking at before. Oh, sure, I see it, too. It must be part of the other wing. And there are numbers on it, all right. Those will be the plane's identification numbers. We should be able to tell right away whether it's the Spartan or not. Oh, quick, Captain, look. I can see only three numbers. The rest must have been torn off. Where are they, Chuck? Oh, wait, wait. I see them. And now, uh, wait a minute. I'll bank the ship a little bit. Oh, yes. Now I can see better. 
Ah, the first numeral is seven. The next one is two, and the one following that is three. It must be the Sparkies. Those were the last three numerals of our identification number. There can't be any doubt about it. And that's what's left of it. Oh, but if you heard Major Steele's voice, he must still be alive. Well, now watch it now. Uh-oh, we're down plenty low. I'm going to circle around, see if there are any signs of life. Now watch it. I can't understand why Major Steele picked this place. He didn't pick it, Chuck. Something must have happened. Look, Captain Midnight, look. I see something down between the trees. So do I. Hey, it's a fuselage. That's what it is. You're right, Chuck. The body of the plane is down between those trees. Now I can see the nose. And even the propeller. Yeah, I saw it, too. Now I've lost it. Oh, the poor fellas. I guess they can't be alive. Gosh, Captain Midnight, how are we going to land and find out? I don't know yet, Patsy. Beginning to wonder. I think I know what happened, Captain Midnight. Major Steele was trying to get in that open place just beyond and didn't quite make it. You're right, Chuck. I've been looking at that spot myself. I think Major Steele was trying to get in there and he just couldn't stretch his glide far enough. Mm, gee, you suppose we can land there? I don't know. We'll have to look it over first. Oh, sure, and I think I saw something. A man. What? Where was he, Ma? Down between the branches of those trees. Hold it now, hold it. I'm going closer. There is someone down there. What? He's right in the cabin door. He's trying to get out. He's looking up at it. I can see him so clearly. Watch it, everyone. I got to pull up. Oh, what can we do, Captain Midnight? That was Major Steele. I'm sure of it. He must be injured. And there's no telling what's happened to Bud Conley. We've got to get first aid to them right away. But we can't take any chances of cracking up ourselves. What about this open place? Don't you think we can get down there? Oh, it's pretty small. But I think you can do it, Captain Midnight. Yes, I know I can do it, Chuck, but... I'm thinking about getting out again. But wait, I figured out a plan. We're going down for a landing, all right now? Buckle your belts, everyone. There. Mine's buckled. So are mine and mine. Which way are you going to land? It all depends on the direction of the wind. Well, the wind was from the south when we started. Sure. We had a tailwind then. Wait a minute. Still blowing from the south, see? See the leaves in those trees? They're turned backwards. Oh, that makes it swell. You can go downwind, then side slip and land against the wind. And you'll also be going uphill. That's the idea, all right, Chuck. All right. I'm throttling the engine now. Boy, are we losing altitude fast now. Be sure your belts are buckled. That ground looks very rough. I'm pulling mine up tighter. You better do the same, Mom. Oh, sure, and mine's so tight now I can hardly breathe. Oh, we're turning back into the wind. Oh, gosh. Look at Captain Midnight side slip. Oh, look out, Captain Midnight. The wings are going right into the ground. Oh, no, they aren't. You wait and see. Look at that wind come up, Ma. And we've turned into the wind. Oh, we're down below the treetops now. Oh, look out. We're going to hit those trees. No, we won't, Ma. Look. See? Captain Midnight's changing direction. The plane's straightened out. Watch it now. Watch it. We're going to hit. That was sure swell. You might think we were landing on a big airport. Oh, praise the saints. That ground sure feels good again. All right. I'm going to let the ship coast as far as possible because the south end of the field is nearest to Major Steele and the Spartan. Oh, you're not even going to be able to get there without using your engine. Yes, yes, I'll have to give her a burst or two, all right? Ah, a little bit more and we'll be there. Now, the first aid kit is in the baggage compartment behind the rear seat. I know where it is. I'll get it out. That's the stuff, Patsy. We'll have it ready as soon as you bring the ship to a stop. Shall we bother to turn the plane around? No, no, we won't do that. We haven't got time now. Huh? All right, here we are. I'll cut the switch. I've got the first aid kit. All right. Come on now. Let's pile out. Looks like rough going, so we'll have to help Mrs. Donovan. Okay. I'll get the door. Come on. Let's hurry. Come on. We're almost there. I see the nose of the ship. Look. Major Steele seems terribly weak. He can hardly walk. Oh, Major Steele. Major Steele. I'd hardly know him. Look at the beard on his face. Captain Midnight. Chuck. Barry. 
Curly, what in the world has happened to you? Uh, Conway. He, he's inside. Help him first. Oh, what's the matter with him, Barry? Is he hurt bad? He didn't get hurt. Plain. He's sick. Some kind of a fever. Oh, have you got any water, Major Steele? Yes. Donovan. In a thermos jug inside the cabin door. Oh, quick, quick, Patsy. Give me that first aid kit. Go in. Go in. Help him quick. Are you all right, Barry? Yes, I'm all right. Just uh, a little bit weak. Go in with Conley. He's in the cabin. All right. We'll be out in a minute. Come on, Mrs. Donovan. You and I will go in first. Is there anything Patsy and I can do? Yes, Chuck. Go back to the ship and bring back that small alcohol stove. Open a can of bouillon and fix some broth for Major Steele. Well, that'll be fine. But hurry. Hurry to Conley. Patsy and I'll be back in a jiffy. All right, Mrs. Donovan. Let me help you into the cabin. Yeah, that's it. There, now, I'm all right. Oh, thanks alive. There's Conley on the floor, lying on some blankets. Yes. He's got a high fever, I can see that. Oh, there's some quinine tablets in the first aid kit. We've got to get a couple down his throat. Oh, yes. There's the thermos jug that Barry spoke of. Oh, here. Here's a bottle of quinine tablets. Now, give me the cup and the thermos jug. Oh, wait a minute. All right. Here you are. You won't be able to get him to swallow these tablets the way they are. We'll have to grind them into powder. All right, drop them in this cup. Here's a little stick. I'll grind them into powder with that. There. There you are. It won't take a second to grind them up. Oh, sure, they're crumbling up good. Now, there, there, that's enough. Now pour some water into the cup. There, there, that should be enough. Now hold him up if you can, and I'll try to get this down his throat. Uh Come on now, bud. Come on, old boy. We're trying to help you now. We're going to bring you out of this, bud. Oh, sure, he won't open his mouth. Well, I'll see if I can force it open. Oh, come on, bud. Oh, there, there. Now you've got it open. There, bud, there. Ah, now you're all right. Now lean back in these blankets. Sure, he got it down all right, and it'll do him a lot of good. How high a fever do you think he's got? Oh, about 104, I guess. But I'll take it in a couple of minutes to be sure. What do you think we'd better do with him, Mrs. Donovan? Oh, I don't think it's safe to move him. That is, unless you can fly him out of here in the plane. I don't know about that. When I landed here, I figured if necessary, I'd have Chuck fly the ship out empty and go for help. Now, with Conley this sick, I may have to change my plans. Oh, sure, and what you ought to do is to get Conley to a hospital right away. And Major Steele, too, for that matter. I don't think we can take both of them out at the same time. We may not be able to take off even one. I'll have to go and take a look at that field first. Well, in the meantime, we've got to break up this fever if we can. If it lasts much longer, well... Yes. You stay here, Mrs. Donovan, while I go out and see Major Steele. Between us, we'll decide what's best to do. All right, Captain. I'll be giving Conley some more quinine in a little while. Good. How's Conley, Captain? He's in pretty bad shape, Perry. Yes, he's got some kind of a fever. Just what kind, I don't know. How long has he been sick? Well, about five days. But the fever's been getting worse every day. Well, what happened to the first aid kit? I always used to keep one in the Spartan. We threw it overboard. Threw it overboard? Yes, we were having engine trouble. We were getting lower and lower. Finally, just clipping the treetops. We kept throwing out things to stay in the air. Those blankets Conley is lying on were all we had left. Yes, I guess something like that must have happened. Otherwise, you never would have landed here. I was trying to get to that open place straight ahead, the place where you landed. But we just couldn't make it. You're lucky to be alive, judging by what I see. Both wings were torn out and settled into the trees. Luckily, the engine wasn't hurt. We had some gas left. Not very good, though. That's what let us down. Yes, I was afraid of that, yes. Remember, I told you about it. We thought we could get to the border, but she kept overheating and finally cut out. Twice a day, I've been running the engine for about five minutes and calling for help over the radio. But we're down here so low, and engines kept missing. I didn't know whether the signals got out. Yes, they got out all right. That's the only way we found you. What are you going to do, Captain? 
I know you won't have an easy time taking off from that small clearing here. There are too many of us for your ship. And, well, just what are you going to do? It's a tough problem, Dory. But it's got to be answered. Because a man's life depends on it. Well, in coming to the help of Major Steele and Bud Conley, Captain Midnight has again made a dangerous landing in a small jungle clearing. The lives of several people are now at stake. What can be done? Tune in to Captain Midnight. Now, don't forget, get your free autographed picture of Captain Midnight and his two young friends, Chuck Ramsey and Patsy Donovan, at your Skelly service station the next time you're out in the family car. It's a swell big picture photographed right in front of Captain Midnight's big silver monoplane. Boy, you'll sure be proud to show your friends your very own picture of your three most famous fellow members of the 1940 Flight Patrol. But remember, none of this is going to cost you a single penny. It doesn't cost anything to join. And it doesn't cost anything to get this swell new picture of Captain Midnight and Chuck and Patsy. It's absolutely free to members of the 1940 Flight Patrol. So, the next time you're out in the car, ask Mother or Dad to stop by your Skelly service station. Show the Skelly man your Flight Patrol membership card and get your autographed picture tonight. And don't forget to listen Friday, same time, same station, for further transcribed adventures of Captain Midnight. Brought to you by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. With Bud Conley, dangerously ill, and hundreds of miles from medical aid, Captain Midnight is faced with another baffling problem. A human life is at stake. What will he do? Be sure to listen Friday. Until then, this is Don Gordon, your Skelly Man, saying goodbye and happy landings! <laughs>